shit. We're live. We are. <laughs> we are. We're live. Yeah, we are. Damn. All right. Pilot episode of uh, Two Beats in a Pod. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what it's called. That's what we decided on. It. We're sticking to it. Um, Really quick, since, since this is a pilot episode, I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Israel, but I usually go by Izzy. Um, this is my good friend Jared. He usually goes by Jared. So, <laughs> and we're your hosts for this um, this train ride of a podcast that it's going to be. Really quick, we actually host another podcast. It's called Hey It Happens. We host it between a group of friends, and we do a little bit of everything over there. But uh, Jared and I started talking, and we started. I had this idea of a podcast. Uh, in which we overanalyze songs on purpose. We overanalyze anything from the rhythm to the instruments used to the lyrics mostly. And just just talk about it. At least one song per episode. Keep them with possible short and sweet. Um, and that's where the idea of this podcast came from. You know, I, we're both um, come from musical backgrounds. Jared is about to graduate from Texas State over in San Marcos. Music major. You want to talk a little bit about that? Give a little bit about your background, bro. Yeah. So um, as uh, Izzy said, I'm currently a music major at Texas State University over here in San Marcos. I'm striving to be a music educator. I've studied for about six-ish years, five, six years. And in about, shit, three months, give or take, I will have that degree and I'll be a full-time teacher if whoever decides to hire me up in dallas area <clears throat> whoever has the honor of hiring you because you're gonna be a good teacher man oh i'll take that i'll take that yeah. any day <laughs> so that's a little about him um for me i've been playing instruments since i was about seven or eight years old i started on the drum set then i moved on to bass guitar and then currently i'm i'm learning guitar not proficient at it i'm not that good at it um i pick it up every now and then and i i I enjoy it so the idea of this podcast this show was to have two people who are well for once like we're really good friends like i consider him one of my closest friends a brother if you will because i don't have any actual brothers but you know we're both musically inclined in different ways he he obviously he goes to school for music. I was self-taught about 95% of the time, but we both really enjoy music and it's something that we're always discussing. So I, I said, Hey, like, let's, let's make a show out of it and let's see where it goes. It's something that we're both passionate about, but we do have different opinions and different point of views behind it. I would say. Agreed. Yeah. So for the pilot episode, we're actually going to be doing the song, no rain by blind melon this is um quick uh quick couple facts about the song song was released in 1992 it is one of the i would say like if you think about music in the 90s this is one of them this was a song that had a lot of airtime on mtv which is part of its big success um it was definitely something different than the other things that were going on in the 90s in the 90s we were kind of I say we, but I'm, I was born in 97, so I wasn't actually there for the early 90s, but I feel like a part of it because the 90s is 
is the I would say the generation of music that I really like. It's the one that I enjoy the most. It's when music started going from like this glam metal, like this, you know, Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue, that type of music. It started transitioning into the alternative and into the grunge era. Blind Melon being uh, an alternative band, I would say, but not necessarily like grunge, like the big heavy bands that completely took over the 90s, like Alice in Chains, Nirvana, Soundgarden. Things like that. And those are those are part of my favorite bands. Um, so No Rain released in 1992. It was the second single for the band's debut album, which is self-titled. The album was called Blind Melon. It became the band's highest charting song during the 90s, in which, like I mentioned before, MTV would play the music video a lot. Ironically, the band grew to not like the song very much. Um According to the band's tour manager, Paul Cummins, they had become one of those bands that hated their own hits. This is something that we've heard before from other bands from the 90s, you know, going back to Nirvana, for example, when they did the the Unplugged show. Kurt kind of like, uh, he steered away from playing only hits in that show. He did a couple of other songs that were great, but a lot of songs that weren't his necessarily. They weren't the bands. He did some... David Bowie songs, <laughs> David Bowie. <laughs> um, he did, a, I think, like two different songs from the Meat Puppets. Uh, so it's it's something that we've heard before, a band kind of like not liking their biggest hits or kind of steering away from playing them. And just a quick thing I want to point out um, once we start getting into like the rhythm of the song, those uh, intro lyrics, I want to say, it sounds very familiar. <laughs> I showed this song to Jared a little while back. I, I wasn't sure if he had heard it before. And we both agreed that for some reason it sounds very familiar, but it's not the song we're both thinking of. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It still bugs me, bro. Like it, I think it is that intro part that we agreed upon that it wants to go somewhere. We expect it to go somewhere but it takes a turn and it's its own song. Uh, I don't know what song we're thinking of. Maybe someone out there can help us out, but it's been bugging me. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if you guys probably like think of another song that sounds very similar to this one, let us know. Um, well, at the moment that we're recording this podcast, we don't have a, an Instagram page up for the show, but it will be in, in our, in our bio and our description. Um, so you guys can go check us out. Uh, but yeah, um, this song, I know I, I know I had heard it before, but for some time, like it fell off my radar. And at work, sometimes I just put on like playlists from different eras of music. And the one I play a lot is music from the 90s. It's just a playlist of top hits from the 90s or deep cuts from the 90s. You know, Apple Music has different playlists like that. And this song came up and I was like, oh, like it sounds very familiar. And yeah, the intro hits. That little tone, the ba ba da ba 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 da ba. That, for me, it sounds super familiar. But then I heard it and I was like, "Wait, no, this isn't this isn't like the song I was expecting." But it still sounds super familiar. And then I saw the title and I was like, "Oh, it's Blind Melon." I know I've heard the song, but this isn't the song that I'm still thinking of. Um, so that's just something I wanted to say real quick. As I want to talk a little bit more about the instrumentation, it is a very 
laid back song, I would say. The tempo is pretty slow. It's not super fast paced. It's also not like a heavy, distorted song like other songs compared to the 90s, like with these heavily distorted guitars, the grunge era, like I mentioned before. It has a fairly simple rhythm on the main guitar riff. I learned it in like five minutes. <laughs> uh, I, I, again, like it's, I learned where it goes. I didn't perfect it in five minutes, but I learned it in five minutes. It's just about, you know, practicing it till I don't get it wrong anymore. But it's a fairly simple guitar riff. I don't know if you have any notes that you want to talk about the instrumentation before we get onto the lyrics of it. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I just I just wrote down notes for the lyrics, but God. Oh my. Oh my God. Here we are. Pilot. We go, and I am pilot episode. Unprepared. Oh I'm slacking today. <laughs> um well they say a show gets good by like the 40th episode. So we have an excuse for 40 episodes. You right. You right. Wait, wait till we get to the 41st episode and I'm still going to be unprepared in some way. <laughs> <laughs> wait till we get to the Okay, I feel confident we can we can we can have it prepared by the 15th. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll have the flow by then. <laughs> yeah, you know, sounds too convincing, bro. No, it's okay. You want to know what was on my mind? I think okay, we can do ahead. it by the tenth. Oh, the tenth. That's ambitious. Yeah, I mean, I, we we've already been self-assessing ourselves since uh, the other podcast. So, yeah, I, I think we have an idea of what our pros and our cons are within each other. True. Well, the idea was to overanalyze the song mm-hmm. uh and i did do that bro yeah i did do that to a certain extent i have my notes so i'm just gonna read off of them bro if you just want to sit back it. and listen yeah so yeah like like i mentioned um before getting brutally disappointed by jared not having notes <laughs> 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 the song is pretty laid back it's, it's pretty laid back rhythm and the temple also going on it's a it's a relatively slow one the the guitars for me are reminiscent of just a feel-good song something similar to don't worry be happy the don't worry be happy like like that type of like oh like yeah like this is just like something to like vibe to and just just be happy about uh the uh, the instrumentation also, also going on is pretty simple i would say the baseline follows along with the rhythm of the vocals um rel- relatively the the same and the baseline throughout the song is is mostly kept the same there's not a lot of crazy riffs crazy like funky grooves or anything it's just simple to the point following the same rhythm structure that the whole song has um the vocals and the main guitar riff are what's prominent mostly throughout the entire song. You'll hear that guitar riff over and over unless and during on, on some part, it breaks a little bit and there's a guitar solo, but that intro guitar riff, little variations of it is heard throughout the entire song. And the, the vocals as well, like that's, those are the main focus. I would say the vocals and the main guitar riff. There's a, a little bit of a background guitar. It has it's it kind of sounds like some acoustic chords thrown in there, 
but you'll mostly hear that main guitar riff that we heard on the 15 seconds that we heard earlier. At the beginning, the drums are pretty subtle. And then up until the midway point, I would say exactly the midway point of the song, um, they start picking up and then you hear the actual beat. After that, the drums just kick in with a full beat and it's there's a pretty sick guitar solo. I wrote that on my notes. I didn't I didn't realize I wrote that. I put pretty sick guitar <laughs> solo. <laughs> That's after the halfway point of the song. Um, it is a pretty cool guitar solo. Not too much distortion going on either. It's just a lighthearted tone on the guitar. Um, then there's a pause in which you just hear uh, Shannon. Well, Shannon Hoon is the main vocalist of, of the, the band. Um, there's a pause where you just hear him sing and it there's the a slight bass hit on the background, not the main bass line. And then it resumes back to the song. And then after that, it starts to fade away and starts to slow down. And then you just hear some harmonizations towards the end. And again, the main guitar riff towards the end. So the main focus, I would say, of the instrumentation of the song is that main guitar riff and Shannon Hoon's vocals. Because even towards the end, like it's just harmonizations, but it's it's his vocals that are doing that. Now for the lyrics, the the actual fun part, the part that you did write notes on, yeah. the only part <laughs> and i wrote notes on the only part you want <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so it starts off by by saying these lines all i can say is that my life is pretty plain i like watching the puddles gather rain um what do you, what do you think of that me yeah me okay yes He's i mean I, I don't see anyone else here no. <laughs> no uh, check it out this is what i wrote for the, all i can say is that my life is pretty plain dude's depressed life feels the same old same old and he wants more out of life because it's so plain now when we get to i like watching the puddles gather rain he's enjoying the simple things like a rainy day watching the puddles gather rain kind of brings him peace and then we move on well i want to hear what you got to say on this beginning part well that's funny because because that's really close to what i wrote down so so what i wrote down is well first of all like for the whole um the main message i got from the whole song without doing research on it like just reading the lyrics listening to it and then what i think of it Uh, and again okay i forgot to give this disclaimer at the beginning but we're not music experts we're not claiming to know the message behind the song nope i i want to quote lane staley but I don't have the actual quote. I believe he says in an interview that, you know, a song can have whatever meaning you want it to have. Like if you relate to it and you think it's about this, then that's fine. Like I think music is an art and just like any other art, it's subjective. It's however you want to take it, however you want to process it. So we're not experts. We're not claiming to say that this is what Shannon intended when he wrote this. I actually think the bassist is the one who wrote this song. But that's a little bit later where I'll get to that. But this is just what we think. These are our opinions. For those listening, like you can agree with us or you can disagree. And if you disagree, go leave us a really nice comment on our Instagram Mm -hmm. page, which we don't have up yet, but we will find it in the podcast description. (laughs) But really, but back to the to the starting line, 
I agree, bro. I, I agree with what you say. Um, with him saying, like, all I can say is that my life is pretty plain. It's a very depressive thought. Yeah, It's a very depressive thought that I'm sure a lot of people have gotten, like, something relatable. Like, you just feel like, like you're not doing anything interesting, like, with your life. Like, it's it's just plain. And for the second line, like, yeah, like, you find joy in the little things. I like watching the puddles gather rain. How many people do we see? like on social media that always say, Oh, I love rainy days. Like, Oh, like yeah. they bring me joy to some people. It does. Yeah. I, I even know. I see some people like, because not to me. Yeah. No, me neither. I, I want to go outside. Like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it brings me peace when like uh, a lot's been happening, but I know some people literally like looking out the window for like 10 minutes and just watching the rain pour. I'm like, sure. If that brings you joy. Some peace. Go for it. Yeah, so it's about the little things. And that that's exactly what I what I wrote down. It's as simple as it sounds. It's this person, whether it's Shannon or whoever wrote the song, they're admitting that they don't find themselves interesting and they enjoy the little things in life, like watching the rain. Mm-hmm. After that, the next line says, and all I can do is just pour some tea for two and speak my point of view, but it's not sane. It's not sane. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? So, uh, I didn't have, uh, before it's too, but it's not sane. You talk about stuff with other people. Like that's what, you know, pouring tea for like, he wants to have a conversation. Let's together, but, uh, but usually no one's around. So he talks to himself to keep himself company. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's why he says, but it's not saying, his first persona is like, it's not sane. And the other one agrees, it's not sane either to be talking to yourself while you're sharing your own opinions to yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's a very good take because he does repeat that last. Uh, it's not sane. He says, um, he says, and I quote, and speak my point of view, but it's not sane. It's not sane. He repeats that last yeah. thing uh, again. And in the mirror saying, oh, like, it's not sane. Be talking to myself. And then the other, you know, the mirror responds back like, this isn't right. We shouldn't be talking to yourself. I talk all the time. Don't worry. But, you know, he, he just wants to have more company with other people. That's an interesting take. See, now that's different than what I wrote. Um, what I think is... Um, I believe that he has that feeling of being unheard by the people that do like that he is close to, or that he does keep around pouring some tea for two. It's like sharing a moment with someone, you know, it's doesn't have to be tea, right? Like, like, Hey, you want water? Like, let's just have a conversation. Yeah. yeah you want some liquid death, liquid death sponsors, <laughs> but yeah, man, I think it's just sharing the moment with someone that that's close to you. And the line where he says like, will speak my point of view but it's not saying it's him feeling unheard you know feeling like your opinions are different and sometimes that happens when when like you're telling something to your friends and maybe they disagree with you and they don't mean it but they'll tell you like damn bro like that's crazy or like oh like you, you sound crazy right now yeah i think I, I can it's, it's kind of like that that feeling like getting to him like like it's not saying like it's him getting it on his head again the depression not helping but it's 
it's just him actually feeling like that after being felt so unheard and so different because of his opinions or his mindset or whatever ideas he has. Yeah. It's just, um, yeah, it just parallels with someone calling you crazy when you're talking about your ideas and they don't agree with you. I think, I think that's what it meant, but it's an interesting take that you had. I, I actually didn't think that he was talking to himself, but what you said about him repeating the line, like it makes sense. It's like a a double persona or something like that. I think it even gets, uh, I, I prove my point a little more as the song goes on. I think if I remember correctly from my notes. Okay, because I'm also going to prove my point. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this this next part, I just want someone to say to me, I'll always be there when you wake. Um, I'll go first on this. This is him putting his feelings out into the world, hoping somebody someday will just even consider saying something like this. But more than anything, wishes someone was there for him instead of him only being there for himself all the time. So going back to him, like just having a conversation to himself, um, I'll always be there when you wake. He, he's got nobody but himself. What, what's your yeah. take? Uh, well, well, for that line, we're again, and I quote, he says, I just want someone to say to me, I'll always be there when you wake. I... I actually compiled this with the next line that says, you know, I'd like to keep my cheeks dry today. So stay with me and I'll have it made. I'll have it made. So keep them cheeks dry. That's all I I read. Nah. Oh, God. I wrote that on my my notes. Because that's a separate... You wrote that on your notes, but you no. didn't write any notes like on the <laughs> instrumentation of the song. Look, it, you know I'd like to keep my cheeks dry today, and then there's like a pause. Not like that. He just means he doesn't want to break no. down for once. He just doesn't <laughs> want to cry. Yeah. You know? Okay, well, well what, what else did you write for that line? So, Because my, my idea is both of those lines combined. Okay, uh... Yeah, no, that's it. That's all I have. <laughs> it was. Yeah. He just doesn't want to break down. Like he just doesn't want to cry. Yeah. yeah. See, um, again, like for for me, what I thought was that this goes back to that feeling of loneliness, and sometimes just wanting the company of someone who will stick by your side. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think that it necessarily means like a love interest. It could just be a friend. Yeah. Even family. Yeah. Just someone right. who has your back. Yeah. And, you know, someone who will be with you at the start of your day, literally, the dry cheeks line is just about not crying anymore. Like, you want to keep the tears from coming out and running down your face, like, literally, so your cheeks don't get dried up. Put some, uh, put some moisturizer on your face every time when you wake up <laughs> before going to sleep and when you wake up. Well, it's okay to that. do to do a little bit of that. Oh, yeah. I, I only do it every I do it. Time I do it on my hands because my, because, Especially if you take hot showers, bro. That's me. Yeah, because hot showers are gonna dry. They're gonna dry your scalp. They're gonna dry your skin. So <clears throat> take cold showers. There's nothing like it. No, shower. I've been taking uh, cold showers. I've been taking cold showers this week because I started going you to the out. gym. Yes, that makes Dude, sense. They hit the spot. They do. No, yeah, they do. They do. Anyway, but yeah, but that uh. 
that that's that's what I think it meant. Um, you just want to keep the tears from coming out, and to after that, uh, I'd like to keep my cheeks dry today. He says, "So stay with me, and I'll have it made." This whole, I guess I'd say this whole verse. He just wants someone there, you know, that feeling of loneliness. And mm-hmm. then it goes back to what he said before of speaking his point of view, but it's not saying it's just him, like wanting people to support him and support his ideas and him knowing that he'll have it made one day. Like, dude, like I'm going to get out of this. Like I'm going to achieve my dreams and achieve my goals just right now. I just, I don't need you to tell me I'm wrong. I don't need advice. I just want support. Yeah. Like, he wants company. I don't want, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to feel like I'm wrong or like I'm insane anymore. I just I just mm-hmm. want the support behind my back so I can do these things. And you know what? That's exact that's just about the same thing I wrote. He's almost begging someone to stay with him just so he can keep his sanity. His com- company to feel like his life is made, you know? It, yeah. Yeah. This company. <clears throat> so, after that we get to the second verse. Um, and he says, and I don't understand why I sleep all day. And I start to complain when there's no rain. And all I can do is read a book to stay awake. And it rips my life away, but it's a great escape. Escape, escape, escape. I mean, obviously, he doesn't say it like that. He sings it, but yeah. I'm just quoting the lines. I'm reading the lines like if they're off of a book. Because mm-hmm. that's what we're doing. We're overanalyzing this. Yeah. So... I, well, well, for me, like, yeah. this is going back to the depressive side of it. Um, sleeping all day is a clear example, bro. Like, complaining when there's no rain, that literal line, it's kind of like holding on to the things you like. You know, we heard in the first verse on close to the intro that something that he likes to do is watch the puddles gather rain, like the small things in life. Like, maybe he enjoys a rainy day, but by him sleeping all day, like, He's obviously going to miss out on that. Like, he's going to wake up when, it, when the sun's not out anymore, when it's dark, and you're going to complain that you didn't see any sunlight. And that also doesn't help, like, your depressive state of mind. Not at all. A few, Yeah, a few more things I've written down was it plays into a real-life situation in which you shut yourself out and your brain, like, starts playing tricks on you. You stop to find joy in the little things and simply hold on to the things that you already know you like you only see the small picture the well jumping onto the next line that says reading a book is a great escape it's like it's like when you're where you're just not having a good day and you just you don't want to focus on work you don't want to focus on the aspects of life like anything like you just want to escape reality for a moment to some people that's a book it could be a comic book it could be movies it could be video games these little hobbies that you might have that provide you an escape from reality towards the end he admits you know um all well he says all i can do is read a book to stay awake it rips my life away but it's a great escape rips my life away to me is him knowing that even though like these little things these little escapes from reality they're not necessarily helping him they're not helping you progress to get better, but they're good in the in the meantime. Like, yeah, it's a good escape, but you also can't get too caught up on that because then how do you ever expect to get better or to go 
beyond that. Yeah, it's not a permanent escape or a solution. Exactly. Yeah, you can't. Well, I mean, I was going to say you can't live in a video game world, but the metaverse is coming out. So (laughs) I might move to the metaverse. This might become a a metaverse podcast. No, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out. Sponsor us, though. Yeah, sponsor us, Mark Zuckerberg. I named my lizard after you, so. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, you, I don't. I is it really after him specifically? Yes, it's For named real? Mark after. Yes, it's it's named Mark after a a YouTube video. Oh, it's an old like meme video. Oh, is it because he's like a lizard or something? It's it, a, yeah. They people said he was like a, a reptilian, so the YouTube video says it's it's real reptile hours. And there's a little song that's like. Do, 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 and they show videos of like komodo dragons bearded dragons and then towards the end it's it's just a video of him jogging around and like standing awkwardly so that's how i named my leopard gecko mark after mark zuckerberg interesting now now i know yeah <laughs> i mean back to the song bro what do you think about that second verse the whole thing oh bro so it's uh I don't think it's coincidence that he says and I don't understand why I sleep all day because he doesn't know it yet bro he's depressed he just doesn't know it yet um and I start to complain no rain complains because his simple joys aren't there anymore stuff like rain that puts his mood at ease <clears throat> and then going back to i can do is read a book to stay awake and it rips my life away it's because he wishes he could do more than just read a book to stay awake this dude wishes he could stay awake for other reasons like a girl or a passion of his but he's so down that reading a book is the only manageable thing he can do now going to but it's a great escape 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 the book may be a great escape in his mind but the more he thinks about escape, the more he thinks about escaping, it like clicks in his mind that he doesn't have to feel j- chained down by like heavy thoughts. That's why he kind of re- echoes it like escape, hmm, escape. Oh, escape. Like I can, you know, I can break the chains and he wants to break free from them. And is, is now he has it in his mind that he's willing to make an effort to escape. It's a Fleetwood Mac song. Break the well, the yeah, chain. chain. The chain, yeah. yeah. We might do that sometime you will soon. Never break the chain. Boom. Boom. Ah, uh, no, I, I even forgot it. I butchered it, but I love that bass solo. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So he's trying to escape. He he kind of like it kind of hits him like I don't have to be down all the time. I can make some sort of effort. That's not just reading a book. So. Yeah, I don't want to be sad anymore. I just want to be horny. Oh, what? Oh, no, it's the other way around. I don't want to be horny anymore. I just want to be happy. No, no flip it around. Uh, I don't want to be happy. I just want to be... No, wait, shut up. <laughs> <clears throat> Man, damn, good. you good, bro? I'm good. Don't worry. You answered that before I asked you. I because I know <laughs> you're like, gonna ask you me. Know I was gonna ask you. The, this is the only time I don't mute. I've been coughing every other five minutes. Oh, it's okay. I muted myself right now because well, I I did cough to the side, but then I also muted myself because I felt like I had some gas. So gotcha. 
It happens, bro. We're human. Hey, it happens. Hey, it happens. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, After that second verse, that's when we jump to the sick guitar solo that I put down on my notes, brah. Um, yeah that one something like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> no disney's out if you can guess that song let us know that's all we're gonna say yeah. yeah so after that um we get the guitar solo and then we jump to the third verse which is very similar to the first one <clears throat> but it changes up a few of the lines it says all i can say is my life is pretty plain. You don't like my point of view, and I'm insane. It's not sane. It's not sane. Oh, again, like this is having that feeling that your life isn't interesting, and you kind of like admitting it and that your mindset is wrong. But this time, not so subtle, just straight up claiming that this other person or these people that you have you have close to you, that they don't like your mindset, and they're claiming that you know you're insane for thinking that way and to me this is where where um where he realizes it yes he says i wrote down the exact same thing yeah well well, the the line reads you don't like my point of view and i'm insane and there's a pause and then it's like but it's not sane. it's not sane. to me that's kind of like him finally realizing that this whole mindset of his is crazy. Yeah. He's not crazy. He's just crazy for thinking that other people are crazy. That's a whole like, whew, like oh. whole flips there that I, okay. I went... <laughs> that, okay, that okay. took an extra step. I just stopped where he, uh, he realized that what he's thinking is wrong, but okay. Like, 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 like what? No, just like, like going back to uh, just his point of view. It's not not okay to be down. I, I gotta make an effort. I can't be. I can't be like this all the time. Yeah. Well, that's es- essentially what I think he came to realize. But the line says, "It's not sane." After he admits that this other person doesn't like their point of view and he's insane. To me, it, it's it's like um, not a paradox. I don't know what the right word is, but it's him realizing that that mindset of his is insane he's not the one that's crazy it's just the way he's thinking and the state of mind yeah. that he's in and yeah, he broke he... the chain fleetwood yeah. mac yeah fleetwood mac he probably isn't yeah. some fleetwood mac but he was yeah. doing that <laughs> but yeah it's just him finally like realizing that he's not the one that is insane it's just his way of thinking of other people thinking of him something like that i just confuse myself more but it's I, him I realizing and and him wanting to get out of that space and because after that, we um, we get the main chorus again, which is the line that says, I just want someone to say to me, I'll always be there when you wake. You know, I like to keep my cheeks dry today. So stay with me and I'll have it made. That's what's next, right? Yeah. So those are the notes like we've read before. Again, same meaning. But then after that, we get the, the final harmonizations towards the outro whole like instruments kick in like the guitar starts ripping in the background uh shannon just starts repeating i'll have it made oh and i'll have it made with one line in there saying oh lord oh no no i'm really gonna have it made and this is why i think that in the 
verse before where he claims or he realizes that he, that he wants to get out of it it leads to this to him finally like saying like yeah I'll have it made but like, i just need to get out of this like i'm confident i will like oh lord like it's just like when you're frustrated like you're just if you're religious you'll guess like you'll pray to god or something um just him knowing that he'll have it made one day and then have it made it, it goes back to the to the chorus which is where he says that he just wants someone to stay with him and he'll have it made but maybe this time realizing that he doesn't need someone else like he just knows he can do it by himself getting yes. out of that mindset that's i i wrote something similar to that it's just his entire last part is confirmation that whether he has somebody or not he owes it to himself to have it made and get out of this hole he's in like he he owes it to himself yeah and then after that like um yeah just getting out of that mind state that's what i wrote you you will get to where you want to be and these de- depressive and intrusive thoughts, they're not permanent. I think it's something we can all relate to. At least we've, we've all experienced it. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately for some people, it's much more difficult for them to get out of that mindset. But once you realize that it's just a mindset and it's not permanent, you're, you're on your way to getting better for your own good. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that's a good ending to a deeply rooted song. <clears throat> Agreed. Very, very, um, very nineties. I would say a lot of music in the nineties. But, but you know what? It it's very uh, it's one of those songs that it sounds so cheery and joyful. But if you listen to the lyrics now, uh, just a little reminder: like we don't know what the actual intent of the lyrics were from the writers and all that. Or at least I didn't do the research. Well, obviously, I, I yeah. yeah. You might, um, cause the first time I listened to the song was on a six a.m. drive to go teach. It's a really upbeat song. It has some really uh, so it just has a this good chord progression that's joyful, and it it doesn't give any sense of it being a downer song. Not saying that it is. I don't know, but it cheered me up. Like I love seeing the sunset this song that's what i took away from this and i started analyzing and interpreting it in my own way and then it just took a weird turn that i was not expecting so i don't izzy do you want to elaborate on true meaning if you did if you do know it uh yeah so well final thoughts is i agree with you it first of all like it's a very lovely song I really, I really enjoy it. And like you said, it's, it sounds very joyful. I mentioned this at the beginning. It's, it, the rhythm itself is a very feel good type of song. Yeah. But the lyrics, like, like we started discovering, like they have a lot of depressive undertones on it, which I said earlier is, is very nineties of it because in the nineties, like, I mean, that's the music you had around, like the, the grunge era with the exception of maybe Pearl Jam and some Soundgarden songs, like, it was all rooted on mental issues and people just didn't have that much consideration for for mental health back then, I think. Like right now, like 
you can go on social media and you can find a lot of help. But I feel like back then it was people didn't know how to process their own intrusive thoughts. Um, you ended up doing drugs. And I don't know much about Blind Melon as a band, but I do know that the singer, uh, Shannon Hoon, eventually, not eventually, actually, I think in 1994, 1995, he passed away with a cocaine overdose. Which, I mean, it's pretty sad. The band was only was only making music for like four or five years, I believe. Damn. Pretty short run, if you tell me. Yeah, um, like you mentioned, a feel good song, but the lyrics are a little bit, a little bit uh, different. It reminds me of uh, one of the newer songs by Paramore, which is "Hard Times." The song itself also very upbeat, but yes. once you get to the lyrics, Ooh. it's like, oh shit! Like you know what? Uh no, we we should <clears throat> we'll save it. I want to do that one because there is okay some things I want to talk about the instrumentation that. I will say now though, like this is xylophone part in that, you know, xylophone, I just think of kids, I just think of elementary, I think of very joyful setting. And you listen to the lyrics and even the title of the song kind of like gives it away that it's about hard times. I'm thinking of it, and I'm like jamming to it right now. But um, but um yeah, it it starts off very joyful. I think even more Yeah, <laughs> even more joyful than this song, you know but that's for yeah another time. well that, that's also yeah that's an, for another time and i feel like a lot of people don't um don't like that song because that's when paramore kind of like changed up which again i'm not saying it's a bad thing i like that whole album um, same i think i think it's very like poppy a little bit more upbeat yeah and it's a change of pace from like their old music and that's when people say like oh they went mainstream blah 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 same thing happened with neon trees when they released their album um pop psychology or something like that it's another album that i really like but it's also very different from their previous albums which were more like rock rooted more like punk rock rooted i would mm -hmm. say or whatever you want to call it i'm gonna go with genres but that's another song that yeah we'll probably do in the future that's just what i thought of it's a very upbeat song but the lyrics speak otherwise and really quick like i want to point out how much i like shannon hoon's vocals it reminds me of not saying that he sounds like him but it reminds me of getty lee from rush like like just that very distinct higher tone vocals that they sound like super easy but then when you try and sing them like you struggle and you're like i can't like your voice breaks and everything so it just, his vocals reminds me of that. Rush, another band that I really like. Probably do some song of theirs in the future. Now, behind the meaning of the song that I found, I don't know how true this is, but apparently the Blind Melon bass player, Brad Smith, is the one who wrote this song before like the band even formed. Uh, he had moved from Mississippi to L.A., I'm reading this straight off of songfacts.com, which is what I found. I don't know how credible it is. I don't know how true it is, but <laughs> I would like to believe it. Um, he says, and I quote, the song is about not being able to get out of bed and finding excuses to face the day when you really, in a way, have nothing. 
At the time, Brad was dating a girl who was going through depression. She would sleep through sunny days and complain when it didn't rain. And for a while, he told himself that he was writing the song from her perspective. And he later realized he was also writing it about himself. Damn. I don't know how true this is. Again, don't believe me. Don't believe songfacts.com or maybe believe songfacts.com. I don't know how credible they are. But shit, this sounds, this sounds believable. It's yeah, all about right. I, I agree, yeah. But again, it's subjective. Like it's whatever you relate to it. And I mean, yeah, man. That's it. Yeah, I think that's it. For Pretty this good song. You you guys you got yeah, you guys should definitely listeners out there, you should definitely go go check it out. It's a it's a nice song. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it, man. That's the basic gist of gist with a T. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, pause. Wait a minute. That's the basic idea of what I want this show to be. Just us purposely overanalyzing songs. There's a couple things that we agreed with, a couple things we didn't. I think this is a very simple song. And it's a song that we've had on our rotation recently, which is why we did it. We do want to do different songs um some that i like maybe some that you like some that you haven't heard but i have some that you've heard but i haven't and even some that the community can suggest to us like i said we don't have our instagram page running at this time at the moment of recording but once we put it up we'll have our instagram page up on our podcast description so you can check us out it's more than likely going to be two beats in a pod like that's going to be the handle for the Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking we can do some polls on the stories or things like that where people submit whatever songs they want us to listen to, or we can put a poll between four different ones and the one with the most votes gets chosen for an episode. And we want to do songs from all genres, even maybe some in Spanish, like maybe some Luis Miguel songs. Si tu okay. yeah. siempre la I know, I know, I know you vibe me to that one. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. We're we're pretty open with um what we're doing here. We want to get uh even the community involved once we uh um get the page running, which we have some ideas, but we need to meet up first in person. So, which we will in a few weeks, and then yeah. in a couple months we'll hopefully have a. A little apartment studio going on. Yes, sir. If all goes well. But yeah, this is basic. Well, I mean, this is, this is a pilot episode. This is what I want the show to be. I Like I did mention in the beginning, we do host another podcast called Hey, It Happens, which is, I don't know how to describe it. It's just a very random podcast. We do a little bit of everything from ranking food items to restaurants to anything that has to do with like pop culture to nerd culture to geek stuff to cars like a little bit of everything it's all over the place if i'm being honest and i've always liked the idea of having the show of having a podcast but this show particularly two beats in a pod is going to be structured around music music is something that we all listen to it's something that we all enjoy like i said maybe a song that you guys listening like and we haven't heard before, throw it our way. We'll listen to it. We'll deeply analyze, overanalyze the lyrics. We could be completely wrong, and you may not agree with us, and you may hate us for thinking wrong of your favorite song. 
but that's the idea of this you know like everyone has different opinions this is our way of putting ours out there so yeah man pretty good pilot episode it's always it's always a fun time and a good time talking music with you same here man yeah thank you thank you no thank you shut up wake up mr west that's it man uh for those listening thank you for listening and sticking to us through the whole pilot episode um if you want more follow the instagram page which will be up look in the description or listen to another episode we'll probably have it up by the second episode yeah and yeah man share with your friends send us suggestions and take care of yourselves peace and love love y'all